You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live, Fashion 411. Featuring the week's roundup of fashion news. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, Fashion 411. Okay, Cause I see music. Oh, okay, let's go. Turn to the left. Kind of have to pretend. See, work it out. <laughs> oh, Come on, man. Peter. <laughs> you got neck movement like it. Yeah. Cause you know yeah. what, Peter? Today you're a minority. <laughs> First time for everything. <laughs> All right. Can we start? Yeah, go on, girl. All right. Hello, everybody. If you're tuning in right now, this is Fashion 411 on Black Hollywood Live, your number one fashion podcast on iTunes. And that's all because of you guys. Yay! Yay. Uh, and I want to remind you guys to make sure you download us for free on iTunes. Nothing better than free. You know, free.com, free. as com. people would say. And uh, <laughs> we have a very special guest in the studio. And it's just time appropriate because she has a new show that debuted last week, I yes. believe. Yes. Um, the lovely and uber talented Miss Elise Neal is with Ooh, us in the studio. And welcome, I wish welcome. I wish y'all could see how fabulous she looks in I person. Know. Just we need body killing shots it. on the camera because oh, she you. is working it. Thank she you is much. killing it, you guys. <laughs> wish you could see her. But uh, we're going to dig in, have some fun with Elise. And uh, now let's just let everyone introduce, well, everyone would be everyone me and Courtney. <laughs> Folks, here. What's up, everybody? I'm your co-host Courtney Stewart. I'm your resident shoeaholic, shopaholic, nail lover. That's always giving you guys a consumer perspective. Uh, hello, everyone. I'm your host Deanna Vaughn. I'm your former fashion New York City maven, and I got real tired of that, y'all. So I decided to come to LA <laughs> and bring you guys, like I like to refer to it as, uh, from the runway to the real way, because I'm all about looking fabulous on a budget. Yeah. And our lovely Frenchie, she she couldn't make it. <laughs> Today. <laughs> Make it today, uh, Val. But um, you shout know, out to you, boo. We'll shout out to you, week. Val. And maybe I'll try a little French accent, you know, just in your Throw honor. It in every once in a while. But before we get started, okay, so yes. you were doing this test on your nails yes. with this Sally Hansen, and yes. I want to know how long it's lasted. It's been ten days now. So we tried the Sally Hansen nail gel color. Uh huh. It's been 10 days. It's the new one that's no light, UV light needed. Um, I'm not the best at painting my nails, so there's a few little leaks that are because I'm not talented that way. But as far as chips, I'm starting to recede a little bit at the tips because my nails are pretty long. But I'm not freaking out about chipping yet. And it's been 10 days. But for 10 10 days in drugstore, salon, nail polish? $8.99. I, I think it's worth it, guys. Can't be mad at that. I think it's worth it. Um, all right, so I'm gonna attempt to pretend to be Val for two seconds and okay. do a little gossip. Le um, show, honey. So, Le, le Show, Le the Show. Hot, what's hot? So, uh, you guys know, like, about this whole Turn It Up campaign. It's the whole voting thing. It's yes. been, you know, all around on the internet. Internets, as I like to say. The um, well, our lovely first lady, Flotus, she decided to jump on board, uh, with her little turn, turn up version of this campaign. And it's super cute, because I think everybody 
everybody knows she does this uh, let's move thing mm-hmm. about you know being healthy and just eating better for kids in schools. So I wish we could actually play the the music, but she's actually holding a turnip and she's singing along. Let's turn it up. So <laughs> super cute. So uh, really really nice to Everybody's see that she's sharing that and shooting it all over as social a vine media. Video. Nice so, to see yeah. that she's kind of jumping in and having fun with herself. Yeah, so guys, I thought it was cute too. I thought it was very cute. <laughs> I love it, and I don't know. I could go on and on, but I just I hate the disrespect that she gets. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just well, I hate the disrespect they both get. Yeah, but, mm, don't even want to refer. That's another. Conversation. Conversation. I know that's a whole oh, another, another topic. Show, yes, another yes, I but, I agree. So, um, but that's just a great reminder. But they're fabulous. Shout out to Barack and Michelle. Yes, 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 yes. 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 All right, and don't forget to vote, guys. Two two and a half weeks, I believe. Exactly. We need to rock vote. that vote because you can't complain if you don't vote. True that. All right, so that's my little list show. So, yes. uh, what do you got going on with your outfit, outfit of the week? Of the week. This week we were being a little inspired by Miss J Lo because Miss J Lo walked out in the streets and she just you know belted up her a sweater and a white colored shirt and she made herself an outfit and we thought. <laughs> I want to be cute like that because, I mean, you could just put on a sweater and a shirt and make it work. So we looked for some possible options to try to recreate the look that she pulled off here. And you can go to Uniqlo, guys, which is now in Southern California. For those of you guys who are in Southern California and want to look, you can check them out. Um, You can get this cashmere blend gray tunic, and it is on sale right now for $19.90. That was $19.90, guys. And then you can pop over to ASOS and get you a shirt dress with a curved hem, very similar to the one that J-Lo was wearing underneath the sweater. And you can get that for $28. And then if you want to splurge a little bit on your accessories to jazz it up, you can pop and get yourself a red Valentino belt. And you can get that at Last Call Neiman Marcus because, you know, we always go for a sale. And that one's actually on sale for $147. But it's a super nice leather belt with a nice little applique detail. With a whole lot of other yes, stuff you too, will right? have that forever. Mm-hmm. I'm totally one of those people that, like, you can invest in some accessories that exactly. you're going to have and use for a lot. And for, you know, a mid price heel, Mr. Michael Kors has a great cage toe pointed booty high heel for $225. So you can, you know, check that out and see what you want to do with it and make it work. Well, all right. That hemline, though, is. Oh, I mean, it's short. I was like, go, girl. It's you really short. did just put on a shirt and put girl, a belt and make it work. <laughs> Yes, do All it. Right. But she looks great. So it's a nice, easy, like real relaxed, <laughs> but you know, chic look. I thought she looked great. Love it. And it's easy to find on a budget, you know? Love it. Check it out, guys. All right, just uh, in time for a little beauty beat. All right, so you guys know there's tons of different apps that you can use. Like Sephora has this really cool app where you can like change your makeup and you can see what you look like in different makeup aspects and you know haircuts. You can see what you look like with a new haircut, mm-hmm. a different color. Well, now there is an app uh, that can help improve your skin, and it's called Skin Better. And it's actually it works in a way where like you take your picture and then it like you know those like high definition kind of like things for lack of a better word camera exactly and it allows you to kind of go over your skin and see if like you have like some uh skin uh issues with the sun melanomas different spots moles so uh technology has taken us you know a long way when it comes to beauty so it's called skin better i'm not sure of the price uh i believe it's like uh, i have to look it up but i think it's around three four dollars to download it but, uh, you know, if you have an iPad, iPhone, you know, any of those uh, tools, 
that's what you need to do. Take that's a cute. picture. Speaking of skin, yours looks luminous across the what table. Are you doing with your what skin? are your secrets? We would like to look like that. <laughs> well, first of all, this is a great app, especially in my business, because everything is high definition, HD. You mm-hmm. want to make sure your skin is flawless. I'm going to shout out my parents and my mama <laughs> for my great genes that I have, first and foremost. But I'm a Clarence girl. Oh, I do really? all the Clarence. I love all the Clarence. All your skincare products. All of them. Wow. You're the first woman of color that I've ever heard that uses that brand. Really? Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Interesting. Like I mean, I really feel like all of their stuff is really amazing. Like, it works really well. The night creams, the day creams, everything about their, their toners is hmm. really great for your skin. So are you, so are you, so you're a person who you only stick to that regimen, Clarence, or do you like every now and then use different products? You know, you have a drugstore. Sometimes drug when I know like, okay, it's been like a long day of shooting, I go, I go old school mm-hmm. to just a, a, a very cheap, inexpensive scrub because I know it's going to have high granules. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'll just do something very inexpensive. It doesn't even matter what brand to just really get all of the makeup off my face. If I've been okay. working like, a 20 hour day almost and it's mm-hmm. like okay you've been having this on they've been caking it, yeah, it, it on on. I'll just do this any just generic cheap scrub to get it all off Oh, okay. Well, That's you heard so it here, y'all. You want to have lovely skin like Miss Elise Neal. Clarence. Give Clarence a try. Yes. Oh. All right, you guys. So um, next up, I've been wanting to talk about this for a while. And there's been lots of articles that are back and forth. And another one just resurfaced. And I just said, you know, we got to talk about this on so Fashion 411. So um, the misappropriation of black culture, <laughs> so to say, like in hip hop. And um, the first picture we have up is a picture of Miss Kendall Jenner, and she's rocking some, you know, little cornrow braids on the side. And Marie Claire magazine, um, they actually, like, posted <laughs> it on their Instagram. They were like, Kendall Jenner, she takes a bold, bold braids to an epic new level. And, of course, the minute that hit the scene, like, people were people going were nuts, nuts because they I were like, yeah. they're like, are you kidding me? Like, we've they're been, our people cornrow. have been doing cornrows from the beginning of time, but, yeah. you know, you put it on Kendall Jenner, I was going to say something else, but you put it on <laughs> Kendall Jenner and suddenly she's taking style Fashion to a to new, bold, level. epic level. What do you they guys think about that? night when I got a hair rag on. <laughs> oh, that, that, that photo's coming up next, let me tell you. What do y'all think about this? Well, I mean, I saw this and... You know, listen, I feel like other races mm-hmm. have been embracing our our braided culture since Bo Derek tried to do it exactly. in the 80s. Wasn't that mm-hmm. the 80s? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been having this conversation for years. Mm-hmm. The bottom line is braids are cute. Yes. yes. And, you know, we definitely did start it. And a lot of us are still rocking the braids, you know? I just feel like... But I don't understand why we're still having this conversation, and I, I, honestly, and I just don't understand why they want to say that all of a sudden that she is just doing something new. new exactly, it's epic. It's epic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get that. Alexis, pull up the next picture because there's another one. All right, so here's some Ooh. other flags. So uh, you just mentioned do rags, and here we go. So Prada <laughs> on the Prada so runways uh, for this this past year, they featured uh, models walking down the runway with do rags, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. also feature the whole baby hair thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, it was lauded as, oh my goodness, this is groundbreaking. This is fashion. Meanwhile, so many people, you know, it just it got heated because they're like. We've been wearing do rags for yeah. years to keep our hair slick. Yeah, but you, you know, know what? if and I had that do rag on right now, y'all would have been like, at least take that off. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> take that off your head right now. We're going to do oh, a girl, segment. What you doing? Okay, you wrap your hair up? Are you trying to lay your hair down before we do the segment? Because you got to take it off when the segment starts. <laughs> 
I mean, it's just it 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 go like it just goes back and forth. And um, there was a magazine, or actually, it's a website called three sixty knobs dot uh, com, and they wrote a really interesting article called "The Great Misappropriation of Black Culture in the Fashion Industry." Hmm. Um, obviously, it's just too long for me to quote, but. Uh, here, let, let me read something. It says, um, another bone of contention is the constant misuse of the word urban, because that's mm-hmm. what ends up happening to describe these new quote unquote fashion trends. Um, uh, the misuse of the word urban to describe something deriving from black culture. By definition, urban refers to the characteristic of a town or city, but it has since developed into a not-so-code word for black, and it seems that anything preceded by the word urban from the fashion industry will be followed by a bastardization of black culture. Brilliant. Mm. And then you see this picture right here, you know, baby hairs and cornrows on us. It's ghetto. Mm. But baby hairs and cornrows on, you know... A six foot two model walking down a runway is high fashion. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's just kind of like big butts became exciting because J Lo had a big butt, but mm-hmm. black girls and their big booties were some over sexualized, you know, thing in society that just wasn't accepted as something as, that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I think it just speaks to the fact that just like most industries in this country, we don't have nearly enough brown folks mm-hmm. running things and being editors and checking language because the bottom line is I personally you know I'll go for the whole imitation is the sincerest form of flattery mm-hmm. I'll accept that but the people that are writing the language and sort of developing the image through the language need to be informed and I think it's just a matter of them being not as informed about the other as they should be. And it's unfortunate. Yeah, I just feel like this, it's, like I said, there's been years of discussion about what we start that any other culture wants mm-hmm. to follow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just feel like, you know, like you said, imitation is the highest form of flattery. But at the same time, you know, we're looked at as we're doing something bad and then other people can do it, and it's looked at as something great. And we, you know, I, I, I wish we could figure out why people do why that, that and why that is. Understand because we have man. done it forever. We've done this forever. <laughs> We've done do rest forever. We've done baby hair forever. It's it's just part of who we are. You know, it's not it's not a it's not a high fashion moment. It's just a moment. It's just a moment that we created. Like. 65 years yeah. ago. You know, I don't do understand guys, it. Do you guys think there's any portion of that that, because uh, it's like trying to understand why the other side is like, oh, I don't understand that is mm-hmm. one thing, but what we do to ourselves, like, would we feel comfortable in certain circles once we've graduated out of what's considered urban to mm-hmm. be in our cornrows and our baby hairs in public and make it an acceptable form, or would we oh, be talking no. down to each other like you're... Well, I just, so I just, we, yeah, I just could we be a part of that? very upset if I was sitting here with a do-rag yeah. So then we should all put on do-rags and our cornrows and just go out there and, be like, and make it okay. People, like, I mean, just like we're kind of doing right now with the natural that's the natural hair thing that's mm-hmm. sort of taken over in the last like five years it's finally sort of being an accepted not my grandma not looking at me like girl why you do that to your hair no more <laughs> like it's sort of accepted now so until maybe we accept it and present it ourselves maybe? I don't know I mean I agree the whole you know imitation flattery thing but sometimes there's just like there's that fine line you know because whereas they're probably seeing it as a fashion trend and once it's over it's like oh you're still wearing cornrows you know what I mean <laughs> and it's just like it's, it's just like a fine line of like laughing with versus laughing at and I don't, I don't know how I feel. So about you feel it. like they're laughing at? I no, say, I don't think that they're. No, no, no. I, I don't feel like they're laughing it. at. I guess I was just using that as a, an ex- example. Yes, they are embracing it. But once 
they're ready to move on to something else. It's just like, you know. But is that a bad thing? I don't know. Isn't don't that know. sort of them just recycling? Th- just like we would recycle, recycle through anything fashion, else. Like, yeah. I'm not going to wear finger waves right now. Right. But right. I did in 19, you know. Right. I just, <laughs> I, I agree with you said earlier. I think it, it's all about just, you know, recognizing where something comes from and realizing that it wasn't, you know, Mucia Prada who yeah. came up with this, who came up with the do-rag and said, and oh my God, do rags. Yeah, we'd know? all be more comfortable if they would mm-hmm. recognize that they are copying things that we started. But see, that's the thing. Nothing, that conversation doesn't get had. Mm-hmm. You know, that this was, this is a, an ode to such and such, or yeah. ode to how the black culture is. They aren't starting the show with that. They're mm-hmm. not doing that. And then we see it, and then we're like, well, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but yeah. I don't know if it's a, there's not enough time for that, or they just kind of skip over that. Yeah, but that would be nice. That. that would kind of make the conversation go away, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it they would. would. Open every show knowing that we are going to look at it or notice it mm-hmm. and be like, okay. We're we're embracing your culture by doing this. It's not a stab or, or, mm-hmm. or something like that. Right. Then we would like let it go because yeah. we're like, okay, we see what you're doing and you're acknowledging that you're doing it. Right. So now we accept it. But right. then they would have to acknowledge that they would. The brown girls gave them inspiration. Exactly. But see, I think, that, I think that I think that would they're be amazing. mad. They don't, they're not trying to not say that they that they <laughs> are doing it. I don't think that they're purposely not trying to give us that prop. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they don't want to take the. The time, I think yeah. they won't take the time to have to open. That's a lot. They're gonna have to, to open, open the show yeah. and talk about all of what we already know first. That's what I think. Mm. I'm, I'm just, gonna say that first. I'm gonna say that before <laughs> I say that. I would really like be, to believe yeah. that, though. I would, I would like, like to believe to that. Believe really, that. they just you know they like, they know that they go. get I their like how we're saying whatever. they. <laughs> they <laughs> the people out there. The other people of other races. I don't want to assume who they are. The people of other races out there. The days of the world. You guys just. Give us a shout out in an interview, but like, you know, or put it on your website, like, hey, this collection was inspired by my trip to Kenya or wherever. something. I don't, I don't know. know. See, y'all wouldn't like that either. I- <laughs> conversation of what, true, what are you right. going to be comfortable with? True. Are they are they trying to get not get you know, hate mail by That's just true. not starting Say any conversation anything. and then just putting on the head and obviously we yeah. know they're embracing the culture. Right. Because you know if they said inspired by my trip to Africa <laughs> last year. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? Exactly. So you, you know you can't, like, win. can't win. Can't win. That's why they call us urban. They care. They don't know are you black? Are you African Americans? Is that acceptable? What do you want to be called? I don't know. I just wanna you know, you know, the that place where you guys kinda may be from. But seeing that picture, I mean from Marie Claire to groundbreaking look at her braids. No, like epic. 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 That's the word that's hilarious. I'm like, you're a fashion magazine. You know, like shame on you. There you was know? nobody to check and be like, Just well, we can't say that. Shame on you. It's you sad. know, because how many hands did that pass through the, before it was thought, posted and nobody saw it? Just like that political there, cartoon that came out with Obama and oh, the watermelon toothpaste, guys. It's one of those things like. And is there not anyone Nobody of color looked. working well, that's over what I was there? Gonna say. Marie you know? That lets you know, is there someone higher up of color even over that? Over the website. I mean, well, I can just I can just say from experience, having worked in the fashion industry for twelve years, meeting after meeting, I would go to like magazine houses and public. We'd go all over. I'd be the only face, you know, out of out of many, you know, when it came to having a meeting or you know buy buy stuff, you know, buying Mm -hmm. trips and all that. So I, I would. I don't know. Maybe there's one person, Daisy Llewellyn. I don't know. Um, Is she at a magazine now? <laughs> I 
I don't. She was back in the day, but um, yeah. So it's just like who's who's checking things off. And Nobody. Oh man. I don't know. I just well, wanted that's why to we have social media now, and we can exactly. talk about it there at least. I guess. Well, Show some outrage. On from urban to um, finding the urban. oldest weave. <laughs> What? Okay, I thought this was really interesting. So obviously, we weaves. <laughs> really <laughs> I did. Um, clearly, like nowadays, everybody is you know extensions and fake hair and wigs and weaves and just all different kinds of you know accoutrements mm. to make ourselves <laughs> feel better and look better. But did you guys know that they discovered? Uh, let's see here. Jolanda Boss of the Arnana Project discovered the remains of the thirty-three. Why were the 30... remains? <laughs> remains of a weave. Yes. Wait, hold on. They discovered the remains of a 3,300-year-old woman's head, and it was covered in weave. So, <laughs> yeah, so for centuries, women have been padding their weaves for pure aesthetic pleasure. Whether or not the woman had her hair styled like this for her burial, uh, we never know. Uh, but it's just, it's interesting that, um, you know, dating back from that long ago, that's, you know. Ooh, honey. So whoever thought Browner Brothers, whoever, whoever thought y'all created the first hair weave or extension, you're wrong. <laughs> Confused. <laughs> she was dead, and a weave was still. Okay. Say, so, right? She was. She was. Buried she was. Yeah, she was buried with a weave. With a weave. And then when they when they uncovered they, her, archaeologists uncovered her. They found it was her still intact. Yes, it was, it was still intact. What kind of weave was that? Did you want to go find that That's hair? Interesting. <laughs> That's interesting. Yes, her her hair was was still intact and, and obviously not attached to her. Skull. Um. Yeah. So I mean, no well, hair fungus. There's obviously a skull. Maybe it was yes. all wept and it was just laying in there like... Here, let me read this. It says... <laughs> <laughs> there was no evidence of DNA or hair follicles on it, so I guess they assumed it was... It says, researchers don't know her name, age, or occupation, but she is one of hundreds of people, including many others, whose hairstyles are still intact, who were buried in a cemetery near an ancient city now called um, Armana. Uh, in Egypt. And then it says, the research also found that several women found in this tomb had hair extensions from others, possibly donated or traded for. Out of the 100 women studied, Boss found that hair type differed from very curly black hair to middle brown straight. Isn't that interesting? So you could get yourself an Afro weave, uh-huh. a straight weave. Wow. <laughs> I mean, wow. just when you, you know, I just, I thought it was interesting just kind of discovering, you know, all these beauty practices that we have as women today, you know, no matter what color you are, like right. where, you know, it where they originated from. from. It comes from somewhere. Wow. That's, that's crazy. I can't. I, I you learn something I'm new every day. I'm trying to wrap my head around you it. You learn. I was trying to think of the archaeologist that was digging and was like, oh, that's a... That's weird. (laughs) So, I don't know. That's something that every woman, I think, can probably appreciate. But um, on from Weaves, we need to know all about you, Miss Elise Neal. So, where did it all begin? Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was, you know, born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, I definitely loved being an entertainer as a young age. I started singing and dancing at six years old. My mom took me to my first dance class at six. Um, 
I always wanted to be the next Debbie Allen. So I left Memphis, Tennessee with my full scholarship with that mission. I started singing and dancing at college PCPA in Philly, but then moved to New York, and I've traveled all over the world doing musicals and things like that. I've worked with the great Maurice Hines on my on one Broadway show credit called OK. Mm-hmm. I loved that life, and... Somebody said, at least, you know, you're fun. You have a great personality. You should take an actor class. And I said, no, I don't want to. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fine touring, and I love what I do, and I don't want to do that. I decided to take the class, and here I am today. Oh. I'm a superstar. Now, do you miss doing musical theater versus, you know, being, you know, on television? I, I do film? a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and this is a question I'm always asked. Um, that's why I started my little group, Elise and Assorted Flavors. I really just missed performing. Mm-hmm. I put it together because I just wanted to be able to have women be empowered on stage again. Like, I just missed performing a lot. Something that I love doing and I always will, so. Mm-hmm. Do you think you'll make your way back to Broadway? Ooh, I don't know. I would love to. You know, I think about it sometimes, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a... It's a grind that people don't even yeah, understand. Hardcore. And yeah. I'll say that that's what I feel like when people complain about auditioning and stuff like that. I go, why are you complaining? All we have to do is learn a little bit of lines mm-hmm. and go in there and do an audition. Now, I used to wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning and stretch or go take a dance class before. Mm-hmm. Then it's like go to an audition. It's for a musical. There's about a 1,000 singers, dancers, and performers. Mm-hmm. They only want like five. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I'm singing and dancing my heart off to get a call back. Okay, now it's four o'clock and then they're going to teach another combination. It's maybe 20 people left and then we're going to sing. Now it's like, it's like seven o'clock. I'm still there. They still only need two at this point. I don't have to do all that anymore. <laughs> like, I just drive up. I just drive up. Oh, I learn these little bit of lines. I say it. I go home. I get it. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't complain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's great. Like, it's such a difference to what I used to do every day to get a job. Wow. <laughs> that makes sense. So talk to us about the Hughleys. What? You don't want to go that far back? I we do. Just want to hear a little <laughs> bit. I just want to hear a little <laughs> bit. A little bit. Because I love that show. Oh, my God. Love so that what show. What was it like on there? You know, it was fun working with DL. That was mm-hmm. really the most fun I had working with a co-star. He's just hilarious. Mm-hmm. And when we did the show, he'd never done anything like that before. So it was kind of cool to kind of see him really be the DL that everybody knows and loves because, you know, he really was green. Like, he really hadn't done a lot at that time. So it mm-hmm. was just fun to see that process. I really, I just actually talked to him the other day. It was great. Ooh, stay in touch. That's good. Now, we also got to work with the wonderful Will and Jada on their All of Us series. Uh-huh. What was that That's like? Great. And do you well, still keep in touch with I them mean, at all? Come on. Will, <laughs> Will is just an icon. You yeah. know, Jada's good, but like, Will <laughs> like, is just, come on now. Mm-hmm. It's like to be able to say that I actually did a show that Will and Jada produced, but also on the show, I, we, we had a couple of episodes where Will was like my love interest. And I was like, I remember that. I I was talking to all my friends, like, oh my god, how am I gonna do this? Like, oh god, this is not gonna know. Like, I was really flustered. I never get flustered because he's he's such a great guy. I really enjoyed doing this show. Smile shows it all. It was so just just like I was giddy. I was giddy the whole time. Mm -hmm. Now we know that you are obviously now on Hollywood Divas, Mm -hmm. and one of the interesting conversations that has come up in these two episodes of Hollywood Divas is Mm -hmm. the idea of the reality star versus the trained, hardworking actress, and the problems that reality TV have brought on. What made you 
okay with going into reality TV? Well, I decided <clears throat> to do Hollywood Divas, first of all, because it's the show about actresses. Like, I want those. <laughs> so that's what for me really was was the 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 draw was doing something in my comfort zone, mm-hmm. not necessarily like okay we're gonna get together we're gonna have tea <laughs> and we're gonna talk about stupid stuff like that really wasn't I would never do anything like that. Mm-hmm. It was really about a show that was gonna have individualized stories about each woman and then come together and do a project. And I felt like my fans, you know, I've been doing this a long time and they just don't really know me a lot about me so I thought it would be an opportunity for me to get people to understand me where I come from things like that do the project and that's really kind of really was that simple for me were you just with all the reality TV, TV that's out there the housewives franchises and all that stuff were you kind of a little nervous about you know alright how am I going to be portrayed? Even though you know you want your fans to hear your story and understand who Elise is, mm-hmm. were you afraid maybe that wasn't you know going to happen that way? Well, I'm a fan of reality TV, first mm-hmm. of all, and you know Carlos King is somebody that I watch all his shows. So I thought, you know what, it may get sticky, but I see it, I've watched it, I know what it's about. Mm-hmm. I am me all the time. I always tell what I want to say. I mm-hmm. do what I want to do. I don't feel like there's anybody on this earth that's going to take me out of that character at this point in my life. Mm -hmm. So I was comfortable. I was comfortable every day. I don't like the fact that I can't control the edits. Right. I mean, but that is what it is. Mm -hmm. And so I have to accept that and move on with that. But I really love what Carlos has been able to do with reality TV and do some great programming. And I thought, you know what, if I'm going to do it, I want to do it with other actresses. And I want him to be the person that I do it with. All right. What's your favorite reality show program? Oh, but I'm sorry. That love and hip hop Hollywood. Oh my God. That oh love and hip hop Hollywood is so bad, so but bad. so good. I know. So Why bad. are we compelled? It's like a train wreck. It's like I have to see it. Time they start a new one. Know. I'm not going to go there, and I, I go know. there every and then, time. Um, I know. And then, <laughs> and then I like all the shows like. Um, what's the one that's on Bravo with the LA listings? The, what's the, oh, Millionaire oh, Listings. Listing. I love that. That's probably love second. Those. I love probably those. my second one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a strange world. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, like with the love and hip hops and of the world and, you know, it's just like once you get to that reunion show, it's same just, thing with like the uh, R&B divas. Just don't fight. Just, <laughs> oh, I'm never gonna. Just, I'm oh gonna no, fight. like I, I you fight. know. But it's just like at the same time, that's what compels us yeah. to, to watch the to watch these things. You know, like it's like okay, it's just something for me to sit there and watch and just not think about anything. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what I do when I watch it. You know, definitely works for the mindlessness. <laughs> now, are you guys done shooting for Hollywood oh, yeah, for the season? Done for about three months. Okay. Now. now, do you do you feel? happy with the end result without obviously giving away And I'll anything. say this, the end result is great. I felt okay, happy. Cool. Honestly, I felt happy every day. Oh, I good. knew I wasn't going to do or say anything that I was going to be sorry about because that's just not my personality. Mm-hmm. I'm very positive every single day. I, I've never lived my life in a negative space. You know, I just feel like if people want to take it the wrong way, then that's doesn't... I can't help that. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I've never felt like I went home any day that we shot that I was like, oh, I shouldn't have done or I shouldn't have said that. Mm -hmm. And I was happy with that. Mm -hmm. I went in every day like this is a true story. Before I get out out the car or we get started shooting, I would be like, okay, 
I'm not gonna call anybody a bitch, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not gonna curse anybody out. And I would just say that to myself every day. I never did. Okay. Good for you. So to ask in. me, yeah, I slept yeah. good. I slept good. I mean, the only time I get a little turned up is my own personal problem with something. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I'm good. Yeah. Now, did you did you have a relationship with all your castmates before you guys got started? Did you no. guys know each other? But what's or? crazy is, see, I, 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 this is what, okay. I'm going to say I feel like no people are watching the show, but nobody's listening. Cause yeah. I feel like we said that in the first episode. Like mm-hmm. I feel like people thought that maybe me and Golden knew each other. We yeah. sat there and we said. I kind of know you from auditions, but I don't. We said it in the first, but I don't know you. We said right. it in the mm-hmm. first episode, mm-hmm. um, and you know the only person I knew going in was Paula. Like I've known Paula forever, mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. So, how are your relationships with everyone after the show? Are you maintaining relationships with anyone, or is it just kind of work? I have been working my ass off <laughs> since we finished taping. That's I've, a good thing. I've had like three projects that I've done mm-hmm. and now it's like all the media and stuff that we're doing to get prepped for different shows. I have a show um, of course Hollywood Divas but then I have a show called Fright Night Files this um, October 8th yes. I'm sorry, October 18th is Saturday on TV One. I'm in the Aaliyah movie. I've mm-hmm. been going from project to project to project since we literally from the day we wrapped we had I didn't even go to the rap party. I was already gone. I was already working. That's that's fabulous. That's what you're here to do. Exactly what I wanted. So you know, I actually have hung out with Golden maybe once or twice, but I haven't been home a lot. So I think I think people have a perception that like with Black Hollywood actresses that everybody knows because it's so small. I think there's that perception out there. L. A. is vast. First Mm -hmm. of all, everybody knows you got you know Hollywood and you've got the Valley and then Mm -hmm. you've got all these different areas. It's not that close together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. So, and with traffic, we sure ain't trying oh, to go man. nowhere. <laughs> so, yep. We do what we can when we can, but exactly. you know, it's not that easy. All right. Well, is it time for our little game? Time for, for our, our fun. little game. Our little <laughs> We're going to have a little reality star game. Because we know that you love reality shows. Oh, God. I'm going to mess it up. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. We got to make sure it's... Okay, okay so we're gonna, we're going to test your uh, reality knowledge. So based on their fashion, based, based on their fashion, and based and based on their silhouette. So who who's in the picture? Can you guess? Can you guess? Oh Lord, I'm, that one's actually hard. I may, I, know, <laughs> I, may not, one. I may not say the names, but it looks like two girls from Shaws of Sunset. Ooh, you couldn't oh, be more wrong, that's but that's a, a good guess. guess. It's a great guess. That, but yeah, that's okay, a good guess. reveal, Alexis. Tiny and Shakina. <laughs> but it looked like yeah, that definitely looked like uh, Mercedes and Gigi or something. And they have their new show, Tiny and Shakina's Weave Trip. That show's so funny. Yeah. It's just, I haven't saw it. Is it <laughs> Oh, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Shout out to Tiny. I yeah. love her. Yes. She's doing it. Good All laugh. Right. Who, next we have up, next? who do we think this one is? That's a person? <laughs> <laughs> She's standing in front of a car. That's <gasps> definitely that Shaz a Sunset girl. <laughs> Let's have a reveal. Oh, oh we can't, can't see her. her you face. can look at the camera oh, over here and right see here. it. It's actually Jocelyn Hernandez. Yes. All right. Next up. Why does it get cut off? My bad, Jocelyn. Who do we think this one is? This is a reality star. Reality uh-huh. star. Yeah. It's one of those housewives of Beverly Hills. 
That is an outfit that would have made you think it. But it is Claudette Ortiz from TV oh, One's R and B Divas. Alright, last one. Let's see if we get this one. Oh my gosh. Who do we think this one is? Not I know the hair is blonde and the legs are brown, so that's yeah. Cynthia Bailey. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I know that because I follow her on Twitter. I knew her yes, hair was blonde. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Love Good job. Cynthia. Love me Cynthia and her Instagram. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah, she is one of our favorites. <laughs> All right. Well, I we got one. You got one? What was that, four? Move on up, and we're gonna play a little bit more, and we're gonna do a little hotter, hot mess this well, week. I can see her face. Though. Uh, yeah, you're supposed to see oh, her so face. Okay. We're gonna yes. talk about her outfit. Oh, so okay, first okay. up, we have Miss Tracy Ellis Ross this week, and she attended the Hammers Museum 12th Annual Gala in Westwood, and she was rocking this Bottega Veneta co- uh, color blocked uh, cream and black and orange dress. So just so you know how this works, it's hot or hot mess that we go around the table, we kind of break down the outfit, and then we discuss it and decide if it's hot or a hot mess. I think it's hot. I love it. I really do love this dress. I think it's really beautiful. (sighs) Deanna? I'm on the fence. I just feel like it makes her look a little dated and old. Um, I know the that whole midi, the midi length really I know is in. I just a little bit. I just feel like it's just, I feel like she's a little too covered up. I do like the applique, you know, of those mm-hmm. pieces, but something about like that neckline, I'm just, I don't know. I just, I oh, feel like I it makes her it. look I old. Like yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I I'm not crazy it. about it. I think it's, I think it's, it's so it's fall and she's hot. got these little loafer block heeled shoes on. Looks like a Prada shoe yeah, or something. It's so cute. I like it. I'm not crazy about Aww. it. Well, two out of three means it's hot. <laughs> it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> okay, next up, we have Eva Longoria. Our fellow brown sisters were celebrating at the Alma Awards last weekend, and she was one of the hosts. And she was wearing this Emilio Pucci mini that was super bedazzled and super low cut. What do we think, guys? <laughs> now, I like it. I don't I don't love it, but I like it. Mm-hmm. So I, I I only have two choices, so I gotta say miss. Mm. But I don't I don't hate it, but Yeah. What are you not feeling about it? I like how it's color blocked. I like how it's giving me a whole lot of different pattern, but I think it's the pattern that I don't like. Something about the pattern itself. I like how it's deep V in the in the front. Mm-hmm. It's something about that particular pattern and then where the white is placed. Mm, it's, it's like an Aztec pattern. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I actually don't like it, but I don't like it because I don't like how it fits. It looks very boxy and I just it was don't. Snug. I feel like it needed to be taken in tighter around the, the waist. waist and yeah. even in the bust, like where the arm mm-hmm. is sort of, it looks just very wide unnecessarily and I don't understand. It just makes her look like a sack. She's wearing a sack Got that they take to her boobs. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I'm on the same page. I, I wanted to say, make the same comment. It looks very boxy, almost like a, it's just a, a sweater dress, yeah. kind of. I always and thought that's how it's supposed to be. I mean, I assume maybe, but I don't. It, but it's so heavy because it's beaded and, and right. dazzled. And it just, something yeah. doesn't go. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I want her to be sexier, and I like the. I feel like waist. if her waist was nipped in a little bit more, like it just it would have worked. But yeah, she just kind of looks like a block. Now, now looking at it again, 
I'm thinking it say it, okay she's got a ponytail I can't yes, see yes over here mm-hmm. but it's like her. a messy yeah, ponytail it's like a messy mm-hmm. ponytail like if she would have given you one of those snatch Kim K just pull back high ponytails mm-hmm. like to me uh-huh. that would have maybe pulled it together mm-hmm. more I, you know what I mean I don't yeah. know I would have sold it better like if she had a high ponytail just snatched mm-hmm. instead of the like unsoft and, yeah which is kind of making us all it's like boxy 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 yeah. yeah but if it was snatched up top yeah and I think I want it shorter actually but that's just me because hmm. she's short, she's little yeah and it wouldn't have been very tasteful yeah. so I think it could have been shorter Oh, well, you try. Right. But also at the Alma Awards this past weekend was the lovely pregnant Zoe Saldana. And we oh, haven't had a chance to talk about so her pregnancy cute. fashion, but she was rocking this beautiful silk red plunging v-neck asymmetrical T-link dress and ankle strapped stiletto sandals. Hot. I mean, she's pregnant, so... I mean, you can not like the dress if she's pregnant, but um, I think she's beautiful. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think she's gorgeous. Her I mean, pregnancy style has been awesome. Yeah. I've yeah. loved everything she's been wearing since she's been pregnant. I like seeing a couple of extra pounds on her, mm-hmm. and she looks great. Yeah. Because you know how some women, like, they just, you know, they're just all belly, and mm-hmm. they can just wear something form-fitting. I have a feeling she doesn't have that type of body type, you mm-hmm. know, with her pregnancy, so I think she's... Working it, the color's great, and she looks good. And I agree. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the pregnancy weight in her face. She mm-hmm. looks softer, and mm-hmm. I just, I think she looked fabulous. All right, we're going to close it out this week with one of our Style Watch nominees from a few months ago, Miss Zendaya Coleman, and she was at the 2014 Princess Grace Awards wearing, oh, we went past it, but it was a Vivian Westwood black and gray ball gown with a new short bob. I know her hair is very different. Mm -hmm. Hot. She's been working as Bob for a couple of awards shows. Mm -hmm. I've seen it. Um, But yeah, she looks hot. I'm trying to figure out, like, is that a big, like, flower or something on the dress in the middle? I can't. Like three D kind of on thing. There. Like could, from any of the pictures, you can't really tell if it's yeah. completely separate or if okay. it's just part of. Really but the applique is all over the bottom of the skirt. I would assume there's a little something extra there, there. I feel like it's a little busy. I don't know. There's something. I don't know. It's very Vivian Westwood. We've yes, had this debate before yes. about Zendaya specifically that we feel like she's been kind of pushed into high fashion because she's super young yeah. and she's got this 5'10 frame and she's perfect model type for this stuff and some of the stuff it's amazing and then sometimes it feels like she's kind of not selling it herself because she's not that empowered yet. Exactly. I feel like this overweighs her a little bit but the dress is just beautiful to the me. The dress is beautiful. It's just beautiful. And, I, mean, come I on. feel like the dress is wearing her though. I don't think so. I think she's rocking that dress. I feel like oh, okay no. listen they've had what's what like Emma Stone was like young and yeah. they threw her out there. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. She's young. The, the designers love her, so they're giving her these options. I think she looks great, and I think she's rocking it. I think she's doing a great job of it. I'm, I like it. I think it's yeah. hot. And I think Adam, <laughs> like, I, like it. I, think it's hot. I like it. I think it's hot. <laughs> she's at the Princess Grace Awards, and she looks like a princess. We should keep it. So we're going to give it two out of three. All right, so we're going to close it out this week with our Style Watch Instagram Fashionista of the Week. And we have at the only Skinny Bish, y'all. And you can find her at Skinny Bish 2.0 online with her blog. And she is in Toronto. She is a native of New York and Cameroon. And she is always wearing her African-inspired prints. She loves color. She loves coats. And she is a curvy girl that will rock a pencil skirt 
all day, every day. So if you're ever looking for some patterns or some colors you haven't thought of in a pencil skirt, you can look at her Instagram and find almost everything on there. And I am loving these African prints these yeah, days. The prints oh are my gorgeous. gosh. And she's got so many gowns in African prints yeah. that are just yeah, gorgeous good. on her site. So one. check her out on Instagram at the only skinny bish. And you can find her skinny bish 2.0 on her blog. Well, all right, all right. That's our show. <laughs> that is it. Thank you to Elise Neal. We oh, have to have you. you back so you can talk about some more oh, stuff because this was so much fun. fun. I love it. I, I love so fashion, so this is absolutely great for me. Thank you, guys. <laughs> so much fun. Well, tell everybody where they can find you, what you have coming up. Tell us. Well, like I said, you know, this Saturday, Fright Night Files airs on TV One. Check your local listings. I know it's different for different area codes and everything. So, it's a co- it's a character I've never played before. Everybody's going to be very scared and excited to see me play this. <laughs> um, and you can find me on Twitter at the real Neil E, and you can find me on Instagram at the real Neil E. I have to ask you, since you're yeah. playing this scary character, what are you going to be for Halloween? <gasps> I don't know yet. Ooh. All right, yeah, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. We'll have to find a picture of you, and we can. We'll have you know, to post it. I'll post it. Yes, yes, yes. yes. We'll yes. I don't know. <laughs> Where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stuart Starlet. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter, BHL Fashion 411 and Instagram. And you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at It's Me, Deanna V. Thanks, guys. We had a lot of fun today. We'll see you next week. Don't forget to download the show on iTunes. Bye. Peace. Bye, people. From producers Maria Menounos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood redefined. redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.